G'day, this is Mark Rathbone, and this is my audio blog. Tonight we're going to talk about putting compost on your food. Uh, it's a bit of a concern for me. I've seen a few things lately which are a bit alarming. So, if you put compost directly under your veggies, uh, you better have a listen to this. Okay, talk to you soon. Hi, this is Mark Rathbone from Save Our Soil. Sorry, I haven't done an audio blog for a while. I have been so busy getting winter vegetables in the ground, trying to get the pumpkins off the ground, get them stored, going to farmers markets, you name it. It's a busy life being a food producer, as some of you would know. But tonight I wanted to talk about putting compost on your food. I did do one of these earlier, but didn't turn out so good, so I'm going to redo it. We'll see how we go. Um, when I go out to places, a lot of times, to people's houses or whatever, a lot of times people come and show me their veggie patch. And they're quite proud of it. And quite often it's one of these boxes that are on top of the ground. They've put um, newspaper underneath and they've dumped some sort of soil from you know, God knows where into the box and then they've put a heap of compost in there and manure and God knows what. And to me, that's not really nutritious growing. It's really just poo and dirt. So um, I am. it's a bit hard to say exactly what you think because you don't want to offend them. So I thought I'll... I do the subject here, I'm not talking to you directly, (laughs) but, you know, you don't know what you don't know, so I'll just give you my perspective on it and then take it or leave it, I don't really care. Um, So, the next point I wanted to make was, compost shouldn't go straight on to the veggies themselves. It can be put in um, a green manure crop which I'll talk about later. But I want you to look to nature when you want to make a decision about growing food. In nature, uh, if you... We lived on a dairy farm, and if a cow does its business on the ground, no other cow will eat around there for quite a few weeks. And you'll see, if you go onto a dairy pasture, the grass will go almost like a dark green colour and it'll grow long and the cows won't touch it because it tastes like crap, literally. (laughs) tastes terrible. So the reason that's happened is that the manure is not digested by the microbes yet. Uh, It's still being digested, and a lot of the stuff coming out of the manure is water-soluble. So it'll mix with the water of the soil, go up the taproot of the plant with the with the water and it won't be transpired off but it'll be caught in the cell the cell will be distended and you'll get an overblown dark leafy green plant and you can see that in some supermarket veggies and things like that same sort of thing happens when too much manure goes on food so in nature you don't see tons of manure being dumped onto onto the ground maybe around a tree where all the trees are the birds perch and they do their business in the same place that may happen but in nature they sort of it's very um, 
far apart and not very often. So we've got to take that in mind when we grow natural vegetables. A lot of councils make compost now and I would steer clear of those because you don't really know what goes into it because the council compost comes from the green bin system which is all the weeds and all the organic matter that's come from residents of a town. And they may stick anything in there. They may use all kinds of chemicals, um, all kinds of fertilizers, and you don't really know what organic matter is being put in there. So it's not a really good, clean, pure source of compost. So um, you're better off to make your own, especially when it's going on food. If you put it on your roses, it doesn't matter. But if you put it on your food, it does matter. So that's one thing just to take note of. Uh, usually in BD, if we put on manure or put on any compost, we put it put two green manure crops first. That means that we might spread the manure on or the compost, and then we'll put a cover crop in made up of mouldy species crops, including you know, peas, beans, legumes, grasses, you know, rye corns, all kinds of things, and we'll let the nutrients go into the soil and some of that will go up into the crop then we'll dig that all back in and then the microbes will eat all the crop including the roots and the leaves we'll aid that by spraying our microbes which is prepared 500 the bugs will eat all that up make compost in the soil and then we'll actually put another cover crop in just to make sure we've got all the impurities out because the bugs will eat around the impurities and, and, and work that out everything that comes through the worms pretty much sterile so the microbes will work that out for us. So once we've done a couple of green manure crops, then we'll row up our soil, and this would take about four months to eight months, maybe even longer, depending on what crops we put in and how long we grow them. So you've got almost a 12-month period before we get to grow stuff in it. It can be done quicker, but we want to be sure that all those things are broken down. So all the microbes have broken all that down into humus form. They basically, the fungis and the tiny little microbes have eaten the, um, the sugars from the carbohydrates in the plant. Uh, they uh, exude acids and alkalines and, and things like that, take minerals out of the soil, take it into their bodies, and then they die or predators eat them and there's too much nutrient in the predators and they'll spit it out the back of them like a worm casting for example that's just one of them so that stuff coming out of the back of the worm is basically like a humus and that humus is the natural food for plants so you've got the whole system working for you so I wanted to make sure that um, people understood that so that we have the soil in proper balance and then once the humus is formed the plant will eat selectively and not be drinking nutrient through the water or the soil which may come from raw manures and raw composts. If composts are not broken down properly, they may as well be raw manure. And the only way to really tell that is they're usually chocolate brown and when you roll it up in a ball, it won't smell and it will be like a butter or a jelly. So that's really the only way to tell it's, it's called colloidal. Um, if it smells bad, if it's black, if it's dry, if it's got fungi in it, it's probably no good. So you either got to re-put it through the compost or put it through a green manure system twice before you use it. Um, so good nutrition comes from humus. 
and that's usually indicated in the flavour. Of course, our creator, or however we came about, put sensors on our tongue to tell us what's good flavour and what's not, especially when it comes to vegetables and, and food. So I believe that that's a good indicator of whether we've grown a good plant or not. If it doesn't taste anything at all, or it tastes a bit sour, a bit tart, then obviously the balance is not quite correct, and we've done it incorrectly. So that's always a good indicator. Anyway, I just wanted to touch on that subject because I felt it was very important. I hope that you've found it valuable. And um, if you've got any questions, you can email me at saveourselves 59 at gmail.com and I will try and answer those questions for you. I'm sorry I haven't been around much. I just do this podcast when I've got time. And hopefully one day we'll have some guests on the show and we'll be able to bring you some other people other than myself but at this stage i'm still trying to work this out so all right thank you very much for listening if you like the podcast please um let somebody else know it's here um, i don't really promote it as such i'm really just trying to learn this whole space okay thanks for listening see ya